0: So if you had a column of Evan and Jess sorries per month, who is, what's this tally? Yeah.
1: <laughs> we have a winner. No, there is no tally. There's just one column. <laughs> it's true.
2: Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy.
0: We made it to another love fest.
2: <laughs> we lasted this long okay. to get another love fest, a particularly exciting one. This yes. one marks many firsts for
0: us. A revolutionary love fest. A
2: revolutionary love fest. First of all, this is the first couple that is not directly from Bachelor Nation.
0: But we're, we're baby stepping in. They are very involved yes. in Bachelor Nation.
2: I feel like they are honorary Bachelor Nation members at this point, whether or not they like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are also the second couple we've ever had that has been together longer than us. Oh, wow. And the second couple we've ever had with children, or mm-hmm. rather one child, I believe. <laughs> Make sure I'm Still not talking out of right? my ass. Still okay. one, okay. <laughs> And yeah, I'm particularly excited because I just think there's a lot of crossover here in terms of interests and personality types. So We'll find out. Yeah, maybe I'm way off. Maybe by the end I'll be like, oh, never mind. But I'm particularly excited today to welcome Jess and Evan Ambrose. Thank you so much for joining
0: us. Thank you so
2: much. We
3: are so excited to be in your studio. I love the podcast and... I do have to say this. I was, before we were hopping on the podcast, I was like having all these recollections back of watching your season. And I remember when they said opera singer, I'm thinking it's like typical bachelor. You know, they put the title and it's like kind of what they are. So then I remember the first. Right.
0: <laughs> oh, totally. Like she sings opera in the bathroom when she's washing herself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You could have just said in the shower. (laughs) I
0: I should have said the shower. That would have saved me some words. But still, you get the point.
2: (laughs) But I remember,
3: I remember seeing them, like looking it up and seeing you sing. I'm like, oh, she's a, she's a real opera singer. (laughs) Like, holy smokes.
0: Right. That's the right reaction. Because when I was on my first day with her, she said, she seemed very impressive just in general. (laughs) But um, when she said she was an opera singer, I was like, hmm. (laughs) What? Like an opera singer or an opera singer? Right. So I, I found out she was an opera singer when I, I, when I Googled, did the Googles.
2: Well, Jess, the admiration is mutual because I think your voice is just so stunning. Mm-hmm. And the two of you, your videos together when you make music together is just yeah. very touching. You
0: put our videos to shame. You really put our that little duets to shame. You guys
2: are so talented. Oh, you're so sweet. No, this is,
3: he's he's the uh, the musician and the artist and the fam and I just like to... I just have fun. I like when we just get to do music together. I've never personally like wanted to pursue it myself. Um, I just love doing it when we get to do it together, which we've done for a lot of our
2: relationship
1: yeah. actually. That's just though. She's always like underplaying it. You know, like, I never wanted to pursue it. And right. never, but she <laughs> if she wanted to, she totally could have it would have been easy.
2: Uh-huh. I, I mean, I completely agree and I'm not blowing smoke. I, I know voices and I do not say this to just anyone. Your pitch is perfect. Yeah. Her style is so great. It's so um refined like mm-hmm. the performance oh. on an instagram video it's just so good so we were just impressed. take the compliment don't downplay yeah. just accept it and just move sit on. back
0: relax don't say anything enjoy the compliment <laughs> bathe in the compliment but
2: <laughs> since we are talking relationships we're kind of going out of order but isn't sharing that the the musical aspect just such an extra cherry on top in a relationship
3: it really is yeah. huge like I think even more than anything, it's kind of just enjoying the same like musical style. Even Mm -hmm. if, you know, if one of us wouldn't be musical at all, it's just like enjoying the same type of music where you can just be like sharing back and forth. So many good memories of us just sharing music and going on long drives. I've broken up with someone before because I did not like their style of music so I'm
1: so
0: much respect for that
2: I know me too (laughs) I couldn't handle it that's the line rough
1: rough car rides
2: yeah (laughs) so today is all about your relationship and really the point of these love fests is for you to truly just go on and on and gush about the two of you and you can be as specific as you want because really the goal with these episodes for us is to show People, what a really healthy functional relationship looks like. Because I think, you know, since we, I do come from the bachelor world and you guys are adjacent to the bachelor world, you know how it can be summed up to a lot of amazings and awesomes and just a lot of words that don't really mean anything. Yes. <laughs> Evan is nodding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so
2: today, don't be afraid to go into detail and just talk about the specifics of what makes the two of you work. We never
3: good? hold back. There's no, right. We probably overshare.
2: I think that's what mm. I've learned from doing
3: our <laughs>
1: podcast. We're too exposed.
2: Yeah. Okay, so just at the very beginning, I'm sure you've shared this before on Chatty Broads and Chatty Bros. <laughs> However, mm. I would just love for you to give us a version, a Dear Shandy version of how you met and what your first impressions were mm. of each other. Mm. That's fun.
3: Okay, you want to go how we met?
1: I mean, okay. Yeah. So this is, it's definitely weird. Cause it's most people are like, yeah, I was in college or yeah, I was working on this job. And it's like, no, I was 13. Hmm. He was 12 Whoa. or 14 no, or 13 maybe. when
2: we first met. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean like literally like,
2: baby.
3: 10
1: wow. or 12 or 11 or 13 in that <laughs> yeah. world. Cause our, are fam- you serious?
2: I did not know that. I had no yeah. idea.
3: Yeah. This
1: should be more public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our families are like, our families were friends. Mm-hmm. And so they had a much nicer house than we did. And so we would tend to go to their house for like dinners and stuff like that. And that was where we first met. And we always had this bizarre ability to hang like th- 12 or 13 year olds, just like talking for three hours. So we were always friends. And obviously 12 and 13, like your brain not always is like in the crush mode. So <laughs> I just always had this incredible memory of being like, I don't talk to anybody like this. You know, being thirteen years old, just like hours long. Instead of like needing an activity to go do with you know mm-hmm. each other, it's like you were just like, So what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And you listen to this. And we always had this weird ability to just hang out with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that was my first impression as like a thirteen year old, if that means anything, was like <laughs> it just a lot. Like <laughs> yeah. Being just like able to hang out with someone and talk for hours and not need to go to an amusement park or go to the, you know, out surfing or whatever. I do.
3: always had a massive crush. I think I was like 10 when we met and I was always like infatuated with him. Like when I knew him and his family would be coming over, it was like extra like lip gloss on. I was like very conscious <laughs> of what I was wearing. Wow. Um, it's amazing. It's
0: so cute. <laughs> and we like
3: our family. So, both of our families are very conservative Christian. We were raised yeah. like deeply in the church. And so, we um, were at the same church together. And I always tell everybody I would, even though, like, you know, he'd come over and we were family friends, it was still like, you know, it's still pre-teen I'm not like running up to him like hey what's going on so I would was like a creepy like phantom in the balcony of the church and I would be able to <laughs> spot him because he had like bleach tips and I'd be like oh my god there's <laughs> oh, my king amazing. and I was like so obsessed with him
2: <laughs> so I was, I always had a huge crush the bleach tips were his crown <laughs> this, this
0: already this already wins for best meeting oh story. best
2: meeting story yeah. for sure to, oh, to date <laughs> Evan, did you know she had a crush on you?
1: No, not until later. But I'm, but I'm like the, speaking of King, I'm the, I'm so oblivious to that stuff. So unaware. Like I would think someone liked me when they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I would be completely oblivious if someone did like me. So i have always been the absolute worst at that.
0: So. so all, all the 10-year-olds had their eyes on you and you had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it was it was he crazy. He was kind of
3: like the trade at church. Like all the girls were obsessed with him and he just like had no idea. And I think that's what made all of us like in love with him too. Oh,
0: that's great. He,
3: he didn't realize. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and then from there, it kind of like we then were in the same group of friends uh, starting in high school and I then started dating someone, you know, for maybe a year and a half, I was dating someone and then he was seeing another person and we were always kind of ships in the night a little bit and we would just were really close friends. And then all of a sudden and when I was 16, you were 17, um, after, right after my breakup, it was like, you know, it was a it was a tough breakup. I mean, all those young, the young heartbreak, you're like, mm-hmm. just, you know crushed and mm. he was really there for me and all of a sudden we were spending like day after day after day just alone together and then the chemistry started to get really intense yeah and uh one day oh my god my mom embarrassed the hell out of me he was over at the house and she like walks by us and she goes so are you guys ever going to tell each other that like you're in love or no oh <laughs> so, such a faux
1: pas thought so
3: mm. i was like oh my god mom but when
1: you're 17 that might be the gnarliest thing you could ever yes oh, this- it's so cruel <laughs> torture That's
3: yeah so horrible but that sparked us like yeah. literally we went from there we went outside we both kind of looked at each other and we like so do we like each other like what's going on yeah
1: and, and then- it was we, we both were like so yeah right and like yeah we do okay cool and then it was you know but yeah it was even even through that breakup like I didn't I was dumb guy, you know, I was like dumb jock. I just it was like not clicking with the fact that we had crazy chemistry. And then all of a sudden, like maybe a day or two before mom brought it up, I was like, holy shit. I'm am I like, is this what love feels like? You know what I mean? It like just came out of wow. nowhere. And, you know, it just like we were crazy.
2: I've always been curious when people are like that, like like just so clueless because it's. I don't know. It's so weird well, to me that really you can't young. have. I know, but he's a, at that normal. point,
3: he's 17. But, like, he's still, but he's still, I think it would be like that if we were not together.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: <laughs> like <laughs>
0: like you, you'd be like 35 and your mom would still be like, uh, guys, are like, you in love?
3: <laughs> quick second. No, we'll like, even when we're at, you know, even if like we're hanging out with, with people and I can tell that someone kind of has a crush on him. And I'm like, oh, you know, such and such. Like, I think she definitely, like, you know, vibes with you. And he's just like, what are you talking about? And I'm just like, she's been staring at you for three hours. Like, how are you not noticing? You just kind of. I'm
1: just in my own world over here. Yeah,
3: he's a little bit. He's like, you know, I don't know if you guys do astrology, but he's like Aquarius, kind of just floaty, does his own thing, focused on his own deal, and then just does not pick up on it.
0: Well, it's kind of
2: endearing. Honestly. It is endearing. <laughs> I'm a little jealous, honestly. It, and it works
0: well in a relationship too. Does I it? Mean,
2: it does. Yeah. I,
0: th- yeah. That, that I mean,
1: is
3: interesting. That's I'm an not interesting a, point.
1: I'm probably a pretty bad, bad flirt because of it, because I'm not picking up on it. So I'm <laughs> hanging out, being like totally and not catching it, you know? Yeah, you were born to
0: be in a relationship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> we talk about breaking up all the time. Like if we were to, you know, not be together anymore, like how would the following relationships go you know like yeah. how quickly would you get it and I'm like she's like I know you'd be married like a year after just oh, because yeah. you're not that guy that's out there like just playing the game and she's like I'm like you're probably not wrong either on that yeah.
2: no I love that you guys talk about if you were to break up all the time because yeah. we do that too and I honestly think it's a sign of confidence
0: oh, yeah. it's a if major if you can sign speak openly about breaking up you're you're in a good relationship. <laughs>
3: completely agree when there when there's that comfort there i remember like when that kind of set in in the relationship and all of a sudden it was like i completely agree like this feels safe and communicative Mm -hmm. and now we can have like fun open conversations about like so if we were to get divorced (laughs) i this would be your type i know you would end up with someone like this or i know you would end up with someone like that or we can even like at this point you know, even be like, a oh, lot of all of our friends, like I could definitely see you with that person. And, but there's still like a safety there because I feel like when you are able to have that open line of communication, it kind of takes the power away from right. like the mystery of like- Oh, it's so true. It is so true. Isn't it
0: great to be able to do that? To, to be able to walk through a valley where there is not an eggshell in sight. Yeah. It's just delightful.
3: Were so- you all always like that with each other or was that like over time in the relationship?
0: I think we Pretty really instantly. have always been that way, right? Yeah.
2: But we met a lot later in life
3: than the yeah, two yeah. of you. But
0: we cheated. We didn't meet at 17. <laughs>
2: we cheated. Or
0: 10, for that matter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys have us beat in that department. Yeah. But but yeah, I would, I would say from the get-go, it was just so easy mm-hmm. and it just felt so right. And we're two people, by the way, that don't even believe in whatever that is. But yeah. it kind of defied a lot of our skepticism i would say leading up to that point
0: yeah one of my requirements is to just be able to say not have any filter Mm -hmm. i don't want to censor myself i can censor myself in business or in you know with acquaintances but i do not want to censor myself with the woman that i live with that's that's very exhausting
3: Mm. yeah no it's so true it's like the one space that you should be safe in like your your space your home when you have to be censoring yourself, like there's the all, all of that causes is just massive anxiety and like mm-hmm. tension mm-hmm. in your body and in your
2: brain. It's so true. Yeah, and, and it resentment. gets complicated. Like you can start if there's even just, let's say it's just 0.5% that you have to censor yourself, that easily just spins out of control and becomes a web over time that you have to navigate. Yeah, well,
0: there's this, there's one little room you can't go in. Yes. It's always locked. Like, I really want to go in there. Andy likes
2: analogies.
0: <laughs> I do. You'll hear more. Will you more. will
2: hear more. <laughs> okay, so at 17, you walk outside after your mom does the gnarly thing. But yeah. it also sounds like she deserves By the deserves way, I think credit. you
0: should thank your mom. I'm not sure anything would have happened.
3: <laughs> it's true. I would have had to be just like begging, like pounding at his door every day. Like, I'm in love with you. Can you figure it out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like holding up the radio outside. Oh, window.
3: no, I would have pulled a full Blake. Blake Moynes, yes. Who, nice. who
0: really ripped off John Cusack, but we yeah, won't talk about it, Yeah,
3: let, let's be honest. Like, just, just pound
2: for
0: and pound. And I'm like, oh, cool song. I like that song. <laughs>
2: we interrupt this program to bring you an important message about the brand that makes the bodysuit that i am currently sporting
0: i have to be honest like i love you dearly with all my heart
2: thank you but But, (laughs) where is this going no it's
0: a good thing i think when you wear the frankly stuff i love you just a tiny bit more
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think my boobs look pretty good in this, and it's pretty miraculous that I'm not wearing a bra with it.
0: I still don't understand the technology. I understand (laughs) SpaceX more than I understand (laughs) what's going on there.
2: So, frankly, apparel makes apparel for people with boobs who do not always want to wear bras. So Mm -hmm. they have built-in situations to keep your ladies supported and happy, but without any straps or annoying things digging into your rib cage you don't know what i'm talking about but let me tell you sometimes underwire is not comfortable
0: i've heard enough stories about you being uncomfortable (laughs) in bras to know exactly what you're talking about
2: so a couple of things worth mentioning is the founders of frankly apparel are shandies they're longtime listeners of the Dear shandy podcast Yay. And they are to women. So it's mm-hmm. a women-owned business. And mm-hmm. it is a small business, a startup. So you would be supporting fellow Shandies.
0: Well, they support your yes, Shandies. <laughs> or whatever they're called.
2: Is Shandy now a euphemism for a boo? For anything.
0: <laughs> Any, anything. It's a Shandy. It'll,
2: yeah, the Shandy's company will support Shandy's Shandy's. Nice. So if you, too, would like your ladies... Yeah. Shandy's? No, ladies. La- ladies. Ladies. <laughs> ladies supported. Go to franklyapparel.com slash shandy and use the code shandy to get $15 off your first purchase. And again,
0: that's franklyapparel, F R A N K L Y apparel.com slash shandy.
2: For $15 off your first purchase. Okay. So you get to, so you officially get together? Are you boyfriend, girlfriend at 17? Um, yes. I
3: mean, after like a month.
1: Yeah. And it was kind of like right into my senior year of high school. So we hung out for a while, not being official.
3: He wanted to like proper ask me out. So it was like, okay, we'll date, like go on some dates. I'm like, what have we been doing? But he then (laughs) wants to
1: like go out. I wanted like the, you know, the arc. I didn't want it to just like fall into it. You know, I'm like 17, 18. I wanted like the moment. Mm -hmm. I I I agree. That's sweet. mm -hmm. So I wanted to like have that, you know? And so, and it she, and she real. was kind of like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I mean like we're already <laughs> whatever you want to do to feel whatever you got to feel it. I was like, okay, thank
0: you.
3: But the moment then was so nice and it's so memorable. So then he then tech like officially asked me out the day. He asked me out, told me that he was in love with me.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Such a, such a terrible move.
1: It, it, it's an insane move An insane. Now looking back, it's an absolutely insane thing to do. Yep. But I guess maybe 17, like I have a little bit of an excuse. Like when you're that young, you're just an idiot. And so you just like say stuff like that, even though oh, I, sure. do, I do like believe it at the, in the moment I was. Yeah, But it's like then, you know, five years later to actually think that that happened would, was just crazy. But it worked out. But it could
0: have gone bad. It could have been like crazy. nine out of nine out of ten times. I think that backfires maybe <laughs> ninety nine out of one hundred times.
1: Fast forward two years. It does not work. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> You're still in the teens. You don't know, teen next yeah. to got to pull off any of that stupid. Yeah, you know. it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. You had a small window of opportunity for that first date. I love you. And you took it.
2: Exactly. <laughs> My favorite part is that he's so clueless leading up to this point, And suddenly he's like, I'm in love with you on the first <laughs> date. <laughs> it's like all or nothing.
0: <laughs> I mean, is there anything he could have said to you on that first date, which would have made you be like, oh, this, this is not what I thought it was.
3: At that point, we were so close. I can't think of anything. Like, I already knew him so well that, you know, unless he literally looked at me and was like, we were, well, actually, you know what? Maybe I would have done this. If he would have sat me down and, like, had the moment where he was about to ask me out and I knew it was coming and then been like, I think we should wait another month to make it official, then I might have lost patience because I was like, no, too much. Like, but then I probably would have just come, you know. crawling back begging to to but I think with us because we had been so close for so long that like the love the like I'm in love hit super hard and super quickly when like the chemistry was really realized because it was like oh I've loved you as like a person in my life and a friend in my life for so long that the like I love you was it was it was quick and when he said it to me it didn't like even shock me at all. I was like, I love you too. And then you said
0: it, you said it right back.
3: Oh, right back. Okay. But then then looking back on it now as as adults, I'm just like, oh, we were like living our bachelor fantasy, like saying, (laughs) I love you at like right away. Oh, totally.
0: It's So (laughs) true. That's so bachelor.
2: And you're feeling (laughs) just so emotional and it just feels like so intense. But you know, what's crazy is that it actually long term, that never. I mean, as you said, it never works. No, you guys defied a you
3: lot defied of everything. rules.
0: Did you eat the food in front of you? Because that would have been totally bachelor if you didn't eat anything.
3: <laughs> Surprisingly, we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. why we broke the rules. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we we talk about that a lot. We're like, I think we defy the rules a lot, which is why a lot of times when we give suggestions, like any sort of relationship advice to friends or on the podcast it's a lot of like don't do what we did oh Mm -hmm. totally because we ended up in this random situation where we happened to meet so young and continue to grow together because obviously you have massive changes in your life as you age Mm -hmm. we happen to go in the same direction we have numerous friends who started dating around the same time, even end up getting married and didn't. And it's, you know, and now they're happier because they are on their own separate paths. So we, a lot of times I'm like, you know, it, as I'm raising my daughter, it's definitely going to be like, this was the exception to the rule and you can really do whatever you want. You're your own person. But in general, like I would tell anyone, like you should be single grow up get older enjoy your life you know figure out who you are we mm-hmm. ended up being able to do that at the same time together but I don't yeah. think that that's
1: we should definitely lie to her and tell her we met at 28 because yeah it's like I don't uh it's like the rock star who's telling their kid oh, to like party yeah. and they go yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. and you're like uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> so are you then from age 17 just onwards f- together forever or did you break up get back together anything like that we we broke up
0: yeah oh wow yeah. okay I oh now it gets juicy okay
3: i'm interested yeah. in this yeah we broke up or he broke up with me oh, chill
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you find you finally did something <laughs> i said wait a second he
1: took the
3: initiative and ended it
0: <laughs> wow
3: Uh, When we were, I was 20, 19 Mm -hmm. or 20. So we dated for like two and a a half years. years, yeah. Yeah. And then in college, we were going to different colleges. And yeah, you broke up with me for. It was the right choice that's for sure but i was kicking and screaming my way out i was not happy about it
1: we were crazy i mean like we were absolutely insane like so to the point of like yeah if we would have met at 17 and then i told her i love her at seven that all would have been a little crazier but i think the reality was is that like we had known each other for eight years at this point we had been super close we had dated friends and then talked about our relationships to each other all the time You know what I mean? Like I had seen her in a relationship. She had seen me in one. We had seen each other grow up. So by the time like we actually did kind of like realize we had crazy feelings for each other. It was already like backlogged, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and so when it hit, it hit with like a fury. So we were like madly in love and crazy. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was just like make out, scream at each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like we were the house. We were so
0: wild. You
2: you had not yet mellowed out.
0: This sounds like true romance level.
2: (laughs) It it was. It
3: It was was psychotic. It
2: was not healthy (laughs) at all. I, you know, also
3: like myself, like I was dealing with a lot of like mental health issues. And he was someone that was always like so patient with me, um, really helped me a lot um, work through a lot of that, but it's like, how much can you do when I don't even know who I am at that Mm. point? So Evan did everything he could to be there and support me and, and try to be the best partner. But like, I needed to be alone. I needed to be going to therapy. I needed to be doing a whole slew of things. And a lot of, you know, the reason that we broke up is I was putting everything on him. So instead of like living as like two separate people, I was like trying to make us one unit
2: basically um which is a very youthful perspective or or Mm -hmm. attempt i think
3: yes yeah that's kind of and i mean you talk about like the bachelor talk about media (laughs) that's just what we're fed is like you know real love is like you are
2: just you become one you complete each other exactly
3: exactly and um again also coming from our background that was like hyper um hyper conservative christian it was very much like when you are when you have your partner like the two become one the whole like it's it's
1: it's super serious yeah (laughs) you know it sounds like like, (laughs) if, if you had a 17 year old kid you know you would be like mellow out take it easy, mm-hmm. we'll right. hang out all the time together, we'll make
2: some mistakes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm.
1: just but like, make it, make it mellow. Cause you're going to break up in two years when you go to college anyways, you know, that kind of, <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly
1: where like our parents are like, okay, and now this is how you behave as a man. And this is how you, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, when Got you get married, probably like, then this is kind of how you're going to act and you, you know, so there's also just that heaviness um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you're dating of like how you should act. And so there was just like, it would just a 17 year old, 16 year old braid can't like get it. And so it's no. just coming out in different ways, you know?
3: Yeah. So I was, I was volatile at that point. And, you know, the best thing that he ever did was end the relationship when he did. Cause it was just, it was burning so hot. And, um, like I said, I was like, so <laughs> I was not happy. Um, but we were then apart for like maybe a year and a half, two years, yeah. um, And it was, it was so good and it was so necessary. And there's no way that we ever would have, like, if we would have kept dating without that breakup, like, let's just say we would have tried one more year. I don't think we ever would have gotten back together eventually. I think we would have like, and it would have ended really poorly.
2: Wow. Okay. That's an interesting perspective because a lot of people who come out on the other side together, like the two of you, happily married, with a kid, would argue, I'm sure, that it was always going to happen, mm-hmm. that it was destiny, it was fate, all that stuff. So you guys think that the cards needed to be played in a certain way for this to work out, correct? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, destiny is an interesting word, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people like woo-woo the whole thing, they make the mm-hmm. whole such a magical story, when in reality it's just like work and like self-work and selflessness and timing. You know, so yeah.
2: And coincidence. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. A, lot
1: luck, a lot of luck, too, that you happen to be single at the same time when you see each other again or those type of things, you know, um, I every-
2: believe me, you're you're in good company because we yeah. could not agree more on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Success I
0: mean- is always hard work and luck, right? The intersection of hard yeah. work and luck. It's yeah. true. So I, I just want to know about the, the reconnection. So so just give me a brief synopsis of what you learned in the breakup and how you got back together. Yeah.
3: Um, so I would say the biggest thing I learned in the breakup, aside from like just majorly working on myself and just, I, like I said, with my mental health stuff, I really needed to focus on me. And I did a lot of work on myself, um, in a short time period that needed to continue on for years after. But the biggest thing that I learned was that I, um, I thought I needed him to like function and survive. And I really realized I did not need him. But i Ooh. wanted to be back with him
2: that's huge nice.
3: it was like i want this really badly but if he does it i'm fine and we're gonna be good and so that was a lot of what was going on for you as well i yeah. think right
1: yeah it was one of those things i didn't want to break up it was more like i just i knew we had to because i knew it was just like
2: not
3: sustainable
1: down the hill you know so i just thought It's just going to get worse. We have to break up. So I remember like being so devastated by it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Jess plays this whole like narrative that she is like, and and I couldn't, and I needed you like, listen, (laughs) in like four months, she had a line out the door and I I would hear through the grapevine that she was like going out. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you played this whole, like, Oh my God, you are everything. I can't believe you're doing this. And then she's out there and I'm, I'm the one. At home, typical guy, just like, wait, what? And then crying. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but no, we both were, we both needed to be alone. We both needed a lot of work, you know, like she said, like, oh, yeah, she had a lot of work, but I had a ton of work. I was a super selfish, passion driven kid who just wanted to do what I wanted to do all the time, too. So I was always struggling with that. And then um, the time away, kind of realized, you know, seeing other people doing all that, kind of realizing what we had was special. But then knowing, oh, but the way we left, the way it was wasn't good. We got to fix that, and so I think knowing that, like, we just had to work on ourselves, and that was the main issue. It wasn't like there was this thing in our relationship; it was just personal issues that we Mm -hmm. went through. So
3: we, when we got back together, the way it started was not. Again, this is something I'm like, I would not suggest this to people, but it ended up working out for us. We started hooking up, (laughs) and yes, we started. We started hooking up and what happened, I feel like what really cemented it was that we were hooking up and somehow we were both in a place where it was like, we love doing this so much, like we have great sex, but we're able to still walk away and not be like, so what are we now? We were both Mm. independent and Mm. I think the first time we hooked up, I was like, oh no. I'm going to start to spiral. I'm going to get attached to him. This is not going to be good, but it didn't happen that way. And I think that we had like kind of come, come to a journey where it was like, okay, like I said, I realized like, don't need you would like to be with you. If that looks like us kind of having, you know, a little fling and then me going back to college and us kind of doing our thing, then like, so be it. Um, but it kind of ended up turning after maybe like what, two or three months of hooking up yeah. into us having then really good conversations and being like, okay, like the stuff that, the reasons why we broke up, like we've actually both changed and mm-hmm. we've actually are where we were wanting to be, um, like mentally. And we got back together.
1: Yeah. But by the way, I was only cool with this whole arrangement, knowing she wasn't seeing anybody else. So sure. She says that, like, I, you know, we could hook up and we could walk away and be independent in my head the whole time. I was like, I'm <laughs> devastated. if I find that out. I'm one of a couple. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was tripping in my mind because it was the opposite. It was like I was coming back and I fell back in quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so she then kind of like was like, hey, we need to like emotionally not dive back in. And I was struggling not to immediately go back to where we were. So it was actually really good that she had the ability to just be like, okay, we need to slow it down. We need to learn from our past mistakes.
0: This is the most mature and, and a stable, insane relationship I've ever seen. <laughs> is <that> true? <laughs>
3: this is the synopsis with, like I said, that the, that chunk of time burning the house down. And, you know, once we got back, got back together, too, it wasn't like smooth sailing by any means for the next couple of years. And the first few years of our marriage were rough.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, Yeah. And what, what? Yeah. In what way? uh, I have one, one quick question before we close out the breakup period. Yeah, you go. Evan, did you during that, I I, I, I like to think of it as like a sabbatical, actually, that you guys took from your relationship rather than a breakup. But did you feel during that period, like ever a time where you could live without her like did you ever get to a point where you're like yeah you know what i can move on i'm good
1: yeah i would say that um it was before i found out that maybe she was dating someone else i was really like i was
2: was looking for that answer
0: yeah yeah i was curious That's human yeah it it. is
2: human i was curious if it made her kind of shiny and new again to know that okay she had options
1: Oh, yeah. Well, actually, it's funny. I think I said that wrong. It was while she was single. I thought to myself, okay, like we were, I knew she was single. I heard she was single. I was single. I was kind of like, let's just maybe our, maybe our break or our breakup won't be that long. And then I heard that she was dating someone. And then I like, it was like the big pill. Like maybe she's not in the same place I am. So then hmm. I definitely wanted her more. For a while in my head. So it was like a mixture of like, oh, and then I realized like, but I can't be sitting here. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we're not talking. So I don't know. It seems like she's not, it seems like she's moved on. So I just knew in my head, like, I'm going to drive myself crazy if, and then, so that was like the journey I started going on. I remember this random kid. It was like the most random thing ever. I was going to college and then I ran into this random friend of mine who I knew from high school. And he's like, Yo, bro, like, you know, Jess is with this guy at her call. And I was like, What? Uh, what <laughs> I, mean, I, I was devastated. And he's like, dude, it's all good. Come over to my house. And we just drank.
0: And I remember like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a good way to fix that. Yeah.
1: And I remember just being on like the curb outside of his house drinking Bud Lights, being like, This is messed up. <laughs> this is messed up. She got over me so fast. And then, you know, like the journey went on. And then um but then I was kind of like, okay, trying to figure out how to handle that. And then I started to get to a point, yeah, where I would say, like, there was a good, I don't know, maybe eight months to a year where I was like, okay, like, time for me to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, this is early social media days too. And you didn't have like, like tons of friends mm-hmm. online, you just had like your friends. So then I would still see pictures every once in a while.
3: Yeah. I, so I deleted, as soon as we broke up, I deleted all social media.
2: That was Smart.
3: I did. Nice. I was like, I know, because we have mutual friends, if I see him out with a group, and there's a girl standing there, even if she's, even if it's nothing, I will assume that they're like sleeping together it's like temptation island style right mm-hmm. oh, yeah. great God. show by the way
0: oh it's <laughs> such a good reference we had mark we had mark Wahlberg on the show
3: yeah i saw that he was on the show i watched that episode it was so good i am obsessed with him wasn't he
0: great <laughs> unbelievable
3: yeah like the best host ever
0: i'm like the best like how did he not get the bachelor gig i don't get it i we talk about that yeah
2: <laughs> of course great. you do how of course I- they do. They are us.
0: They are us. <laughs> <laughs> i like,
3: I feel very similar energy. <laughs> listen, if the, 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 the show would change so much if that man was the host. Oh. There, would be oh. so, there would be so much media. I would
0: watch it without cynicism. I would be like, I'm going to watch The Bachelor tonight. Because yeah. it is a good show.
3: <laughs> yes. <Yeah.
0: laughs> He's changing lives. <laughs> he really- yeah. <laughs> that. anyway well, moving on we, we got yeah. the temptation <laughs> reference out of the way glad you guys are on board
3: it's a great episode that you guys did with him um
0: thank you thank you
3: but uh yeah so you know i deleted social media because i was like i know i'm gonna see that i'm gonna see that clip even if it's not real i will spiral i'll flip i'll probably call him or like text him and I was trying to not engage with him at all so that we could really try to move on and so deleting social media I always tell people I'm like if you're going through a breakup I'm sorry you know you block you hide remove yourself Mm -hmm. from social media if you can Mm -hmm. at all costs because it's like all it is is it's just going to be a toxic wormhole that you get stuck in and you're comparing everything and nothing's real on social media but my friends would
2: still post fi- pictures with me in it, and he had social media, so he'd see mine. <laughs> but I was off of it. You had good intentions, nice. good intentions. <laughs> but I completely a- agree. Like I really feel like no good can really come of that, honestly. Nothing. And people no can good could
0: come of it ever for anything. Forget no. about romantic relationships. <laughs> From social media yeah. at all. <laughs> I think it's all, the, the root of all evils. But we'll talk about that soon <laughs> time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you get back together and it's a little tumultuous, you said. And the first few years of your marriage are also tumultuous. Can you give us a bit about that and yep. how you overcame that? Because actually one of my questions that we always ask on a love fest is what was an early hurdle in your relationship and how you overcame it?
1: Mm. Yeah. Um Jess has got this one. He's <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know Such what? a gentleman.
0: <laughs> this
1: is
3: so polite. Um, no, he's just like, Oh, I hope, I hope she says the right one. Um no, you know, I think probably I think a lot of what our relationship struggled with at the top was a lot of religious trauma. Um there was a lot of just, because, like I said, because of how we were raised, it was very much like, oops, sorry, we cut out for a second. It was very much like, um, you know, you have to abide by a certain way. Gender roles have to look a specific way, right? It's like, he's going to make the money. I have to stay, like, even though it's like, yeah, okay, I have a job, but you know, there's no kid yet, but I have to kind of be like the housewife. And mm. there were so many things like that, that that's just not how we are. Mm -hmm. that's not who we are and we both put on I think just to protect ourselves in our community we both put on masks for a long time Mm -hmm. we both tried to fit into this narrative that like our families wanted from us um our community wanted from us and we were both really involved in that and so a lot of our like our lot of our tension what really came from that because we just won't we weren't being authentic to who we really were and obviously when we'd be at home together we would be way more ourselves with each other but there was still this effort of trying to be like I remember it's something it's so silly like Again, how I was raised, it was like pornography, like is so bad, right? So it's like mm-hmm. if you if you find out that he's watching pornography, like that means that you are not like being present enough for him or adequate enough. And da, 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 oh that, my god,
1: that, which that was, which I've never watched before, but she had just heard about these things. <laughs> <So laughs> she had
2: heard gonna, of
3: this thing <laughs> called pornography.
1: What of it possibly happening. That was right. right. A friend through a friend. Right. I got <laughs> exactly. exactly friend. Yeah.
3: You know. Now we're now our family it's 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 good and you know we, even though we're, we don't agree like i mean both evan and my as perspective as far as uh, religion goes like when we talk about the uh, our background in the church in this way it's by no means in any disrespect for whatever anybody believes um you know mm. we are very much like if you're not if it's not hurting anybody like respect any like walk of life religion uh, that you choose to uh, to yeah, you do participate you. in. The issue was it wasn't for us. And I think we just didn't feel mm-hmm. like we had that freedom. So as soon as we broke away from that, it was wild what happened in our relationship. Because for the first time ever, like Evan was saying, it was just purely us. Um, and uh-huh. it's the best. And that's been maybe for about six, about seven years now. Yeah. About seven years. Um, and wow. it's, you know, obviously now it's like, it's not like, oh, there's no fighting anymore and there's no like blow ups or whatever. But now it's like when I'm looking at Evan or he's looking at me and we're arguing uh, or we have any sort of disagreement, it's very much like I know that I'm having an honest conversation with what your actual opinion is, like what you want. Yeah. You're not feeding me a line yeah. you feel like you should be you know, so that's, wow. They changed the dynamic. Oh, I'm so into this answer. (laughs) We had some, we have, we know plenty of people who that specific group, like that's made them a better person and they're healthier and happier and they do better in that. But what we knew Mm -hmm. is for us as people. And also for us as a couple, it didn't make us better people. It made us like bitter people. And we, it, it, was not, you know, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, I think it's very individual. It just wasn't a
1: fit, that yeah. is for sure.
2: Yeah. I have a question based on that. And that is, do you think if it weren't for your religious backgrounds that you would have still gotten together so young and stayed together from such a young age without mm-hmm. that sort of, that messaging mm-hmm. within you subconsciously?
1: That's a really good question. Yeah. We talk about this a lot, actually. How we- <laughs> Of
2: course you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, how it's like, there are so many good things about certain belief systems that can help you you know be a solid person be someone who is reliable be someone who is I don't know cares for the other person and you know knows how to take care of someone there there are so many things that I agree I think and another thing too is in certain religions like especially this the one we were in it was like divorce or you know any of that stuff is like you go down with the ship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter okay. how it's on fire; it does. You do not. Nope. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's that drink, a lot of- drink,
0: drink, drink yourself to death. Yeah, if that's the <laughs> that- other option. Honestly,
2: <laughs> exactly. It's a little that's bit. That's a lot like- of pressure. Yeah. A lot of that's so much pressure, especially combined with the fact that you're sort of encouraged to shack, you know, choose your mate at a pretty young age. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Before it's a your, lot of pressure.
3: Yeah. Before your actually brain is fully developed. <laughs> so, yeah. so hopefully you pick well because you can't leave.
1: <laughs> well, that's how it is. So it's like, there is this level of like, there was, I honestly think there was a good year or two during the early years where it was like, because you couldn't leave almost in the marriage, because it was like, that's mm. just, just, you just don't leave that. It got us to where we are now, which is like a great place where we now connect each other. Now that we've left that behind, now we're like, oh, okay. Like that just absolute grind mentality got us to the point where we could appreciate each other. See, you know, see the darkest sides of each other and love each other for that. But, or it could go the opposite way, which is most of our friends, which is there are none of them are with their original partner that they got married to. Because, you know, we were lucky that like on the other side, other side of the crazy valley was. A better us but a lot of people on is lucky so i just you know to answer your question is like yes and no like it did push us through into some great stuff but it i we could be in a completely different place because of that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm.
2: i think again exception to the rule
3: yeah no that's the thing i think we and i think we definitely would have gotten divorced during that time if again that's you know a lot of that is uh, the trauma and the tension is what caused the problems in the relationship, but there were other things too, for sure. And I think we definitely would have gotten divorced, you know, at a younger age, if it wouldn't have been for the stick to it mentality that we felt pressured in.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, So it is interesting, but because of it, we stayed in and then when we got to actually know who the other person really was and we then grew in a similar direction
2: um, it ended up working out. Yeah. Okay. And when you say that, when you reach that point, I want to know when, because it sounds like there was, you know, a lot of it was circumstance, and then you broke up, you got back together, and then you, you totally withstood this whole. I mean, it sounds pretty. It sounds kind of traumatic, honestly. Mm-hmm. But the, what everyone was telling you, and you're still so young. At what point, when you say you got out on the other side, was your relationship easy? Because I can tell it's easy. The fact that you guys can joke about getting divorced tells us it's easy. And I'm wondering, was that instant or was did it take a while to find your footing with that?
3: We might have a different uh, take on this, but yeah. I, I felt like, you know, it didn't happen overnight, like our um, stepping away from how we, where we were involved religiously, but that was maybe over the span of like a year and a half, two years. Um, but as soon as that was done, it felt easy to me in the sense that like it felt like it's kind of us against the world babe like there was kind of that mm-hmm. mentality like going in into this new chapter of our lives and mm-hmm. we knew we were both on we knew we were both on the same page so um, mm-hmm. yeah it felt it felt easy and i think i would i would say easy especially then in comparison to how tumultuous it used to be so yeah. maybe
1: yeah I I mean, yeah, I agree. Oh, you know, what's funny. I feel like we flipped in a little bit away because she, like she was talking about, you know, struggling with some mental health issues early on. She did a lot of therapy. She really like went inward, did a lot of work um, through early on in our marriage. There was a lot, you know, especially in the religious side of things, there's a lot of like, man is the household, you know, I I was Mm -hmm. under under this like false impression that I knew everything. And so when we got out of that, we were both set free from this, but at the same time, like I hadn't done all the self work she had done. So then I found myself behind and I found myself being like, Whoa, I got a lot more insecurity and a lot more issues than she does now. Cause she had taken care of herself and I hadn't, I had just been in this kind of blinder mode. And so it's funny more now these days when I'm going like, Whoa, this is coming up and I am not even realize that I'm so this way or this way or that, you know, I have insecurities this way and she's walking me through those things. So it's very, it's been in so much easier in our relationship, but also I've had to do a lot more work, which has been helpful, but hard.
2: Playing catch up. On the self.
0: Big time. Big time. <laughs> the, yeah. the problem with your guys' relationship is it's too much stuff. So we have to move on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like we could do like th- three or four episodes just I know. on your relationship. There's I a know, lot going it's on. It's
2: really interesting. Okay. This is, a, this is one of my favorite questions. And it's actually, we're skipping all over the place. But how would you two say you compliment each other? That
3: is a
1: good question. You want to
2: go?
3: Um, sure. I, I think we compliment each other the best, I was, it's weird to say humor, but I feel like we both know each other's like funny bones and Mm -hmm. I can make him laugh really hard and he can make me laugh really hard. So I feel like in general, just boring life and boring conversation, we always have a lot of fun. So even like during, you know, the pandemic times where we're locked up, I never have a fear of like, oh gosh, I'm I'm gonna get bored just hanging out with Evan all the time. <laughs> I'm concerned about my tornado of a of a precious child, <laughs> to, you know, yeah. making <laughs> that that a whole stressful situation. But uh, you know, I'm like, we're always we're always gonna be wanting to grow together because of it. Because there's something about like the excitement of our conversation that like spurs on life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and yeah. and, and oh, I, and that's lovely. And then I feel like it's, it, we, then it works in friendships too, because like we feel kind of like a team and like that we enjoy being together. That I think that when we are going and hanging out with other friends, we like bring that dynamic to it where it's like you can be comfortable because we're comfortable with each other and we have fun together. Cause you know, there's nothing worse than when you're with a couple and you're like, uh, yes, oh, yes, yes
0: yes yes yes
2: we in fact have jokes before that we think couples like hanging out with us because we get along like we're yeah we can joke with each other yeah
0: it can't th- be our personalities it's got to be our dynamic
2: <laughs> it's so true though like when you're
3: when it's like okay you guys have this great dynamic that it's fun to be around i feel comfortable being part of it i feel like i can interact i'm not stepping on the egg so i don't know it just it was it yeah. like a joy
1: yeah, there's nothing worse than hanging it's out with so a couple that's, like taking side jabs at each other the whole time. Oh You're like, no. Oh, oh God. Brutal.
2: It's brutally worst. It's, it's brutal.
0: <laughs> I hate when she does that too. No. Um, hey, you know what's
2: interesting? <laughs> it's interesting that it's
0: in the the flips the flip side too is couples that are not doing well don't like to hang out with couples that are doing really well because it shines a light on their inadequacies.
2: So you true. think that do you think that happens? Oh,
0: there's no question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think agreed. Agree. Everything she said. In addition, I
1: think that what makes us work together well long term is we love a lot of the same things. But what's more important
0: <laughs> is we hate the same things. And
1: I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> they are us.
0: They are us.
1: <laughs> so it's like I, think- I
0: was literally just just talking about that. Yes.
2: It bonds you.
0: Yeah, fun. it's 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 like crazy glue versus Elmer's wood glue. Which, by the way, I don't even know is that actually glue? Does that glue things? <laughs> no, it just looks like it glue. just looks like glue. Yeah, it's yeah. like
2: pretend glue. Yeah, yeah that's the glue. things
0: you like. Like, well, I like food and I like vacations and I like fast cars, but I hate slow walkers. Oh yeah, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah, you you can't
1: riff on things you like. You can riff on things you hate, though. You know what I mean? It creates the humor. It yes. creates the, like riffing. Yes the funny games or, the, or this one time, you know, but like, if you like a band, you're like, yeah, band's good. I like the band too. So anyway, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it is, it is kind of it. So we love to like riff on stuff and like, you know, so it comes back to the humor too. It's just, you know, um, and also we like, not only do we like a lot of the same things, hate the same things, We also like things independently too. So I'm in the things that she's not into. She's in the things I'm not, into, and it creates like a nice independence. So that she can be in and do things with friends that I'm, you know what I'm saying? That creates a nice, like, separation where she can Mm -hmm. be into those things. I can be into these things. And it creates, you know, I feel like we've got a good mix of,
0: you know, give each other space. But at the same time, we can come together and love. That's great. Yeah, you got to remember that you you, you should be like a unit, but you got to remember that you're different people. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, Andy, do you want to ask your favorite question? (laughs) My
0: favorite question. (laughs) I, I want to know how you guys fight more specifically, how you resolve conflict.
3: Mm. (laughs) I, uh, well, it's, I've worked on this. I tend to be, um, I would say it takes a lot to push my buttons, but when they get pushed, I am get, I get very passionate. I get very feisty and I, don't let things go very easily. So a lot of our dynamic has been, (laughs) this is probably a way that we compliment each other, that Evan is very extremely patient and doesn't um, respond like hot. He's Mm -hmm. very low key. And so I can kind of like whirlwind around him and he will stay pretty level-headed. And I feel like once I get it off my chest a lot of the times the argument ends because it's my problem
1: you <laughs> rarely have actual problems it's-, it's just like how we you know how you say the thing
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. so true actually yeah. it usually the things that you fight about are
0: semantics kind
2: of semantics or just
0: just dumb, silly like household shit. chore yeah.
2: things yeah. yes and it's always the reminder and he would
3: always tell me this uh or starting early on in the relationship, he's always just like, I'm not your enemy. Like you can't, cause that was always my tendency. Like I come in with like boxing gloves when I'm, I'm upset. Like, oof, it's not good. So he would always just be like, You're, we're not your enemy. We're, we need to be partners on this. Like, let's have a healthy conversation. I think that like in the more recent years, that dynamic has changed a lot where it's yeah. very much more like, okay. Um, Hey, you're doing this and it's really bugging me and we're able to have way more of a healthy conversation, I think. But in general, like, you know, it's a lot of just me kind of bouncing around, needing to get things <sighs> off my chest.
1: Well, yeah. And you know, what's 10, you know, what's the worst thing for someone like that is someone who acts like a lawyer in a, in a fight.
2: Yes. You
3: no, know? And that's
1: me. Like I, <laughs> my, my, my whole family is not in law but we should have been because it's like the whole the way I grew up was like the way she grew up was like no fighting outwardly. No, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like Mm -hmm. you don't go there. The way I grew Mm -hmm. up was like fight for yourself. And if you don't, you'll be left behind. And so it was like super argumentative, but not with emotions behind it because then you'd lose because if you got your emotions involved, you'd start to lose the ability to be sharp with your points. Uh. And so like our whole uh, whole upbringing was just like, how quick are you at countering? It's not about right, wrong, <laughs> emotions. <laughs> you know, emotions are meaningless. It's about winning.
2: Winning. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's you know
1: what I mean? Like, like, so we took a long time for realize like, oh, your emotions have value. Oh, you're just trying to beat me. Like, yeah. you're not yeah. actually like into the... You know what I mean? It was like, it took a long time.
3: But yeah, so, I would say now in general, it's a lot of like... When we do fight, I feel like we fight pretty healthy now. Yeah. Um, We will have conversations. They will typically, they don't, they don't end quickly. We will sit there and we will grind out for hours. Like we will have Hmm. an intense conversation and we will not walk away without it being, there's coming to some sort of like conclusion. Right. So you don't uh, go to
0: sleep, you don't go to sleep angry ever.
3: It's, you know, every once in a blue moon, it happens, but that's definitely not the norm. It's if anything, okay. it's more like, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll argue for so many hours or like go for it. that it finally is like, at one point you go, Is this even worth it like do we even care about this anymore and then you're like just make up and go to sleep and it's like i mean i don't know what
0: we're arguing you're just Just exhausted it's like two like heavyweight fighters in like the 12th round like okay let's just lean on each other let's let's (laughs) see what the judges say when you're 22 though you're like we're going to the death oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. full cage match so so if you had a column of evan and jess sorries per month who who's what's this tally (laughs) we have a winner
1: there is no tally there's just one column (laughs) it's true no but uh, to be honest with you she is so aware she's so aware of like other people's emotions what like and because of that she just rarely makes mistakes that cause hurt Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like she's so in tune it's almost like a problem for her because she's so aware that it's like it can be torturous to her sometimes because she will go out of her way to not you know, knowing that that possibly could offend someone that possibly could hurt that person. I'm not going to do it. I'm a little bit more of a bulldozer. So I can tend to, you know, not realize that I've left in my path like multiple situations. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she just doesn't do very much to cause a problem. So it's usually just me because I'm, you know, I'm just not as like I, I don't know if it's selfishness or what, but I can tend to just be a little bit more in my head and not realizing, oh, the way I said that, or the way that I did that, or the fact that I didn't check on how it would affect you or those around me. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. sure, sure. you know, it's funny. We talk about it all the time. Like it, I'll be like, well, I'm not coming to you about this. And there's this thought of like, well, you shouldn't do it. I'm like, oh, it's true. <laughs> but if I would, I would know. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs>
2: That's funny. I really I relate to Jess a lot mm-hmm. in this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Jess, I know you're an enneagram four. I know this from listening. I am. To are France. you as well? I am. Yes. Oh,
3: then I mean, I, there's a whole different connection that we
2: got there, babe. <laughs> That's a whole different life. A true blessing and a curse. And what are you, like. Andy?
0: I think I'm a five, right? You
2: are. A, you're a five wing four, and I'm a four wing five. Oh, interesting. I quickly want to ask about Ember. Your wonderful daughter, who is so sweet, she is such a personality. how what were some of like the difficulties or and positives too that having a child, bringing a child into this world might have had on your relationship?
3: um you know ember was, ember was a surprise uh, and so it was a, it was a scary and hard transition for us. We had actually talked about maybe not having children um Mm -hmm. and it was so interesting because it was so scary and after having her it was a lot um I I don't think I think some people have that like that bone in them that's like it's just like natural mother father like it's just that that natural parenting instinct and we're I don't Mm -hmm. think we're wired that way so we really had to be like okay we have to figure this we have to figure this out maybe the way that we parent isn't going to be traditional but we we need to kind of learn how to do this so it did it was really hard but it did really really bring us together
1: yeah no we're both and we're both kind of artists and kind of I don't know if you know anything about artists but they tend to be (laughs) on the selfish end of things not so not not so much in the way of like mean or anything but just more like focused on your, you know, oh, you know, inspiration comes randomly and you got to spend time, you know, you can't just have a, it's really hard to have a scheduled life. So when we, when she first got pregnant, she was in fashion and her hours were psychotic and I was in, I'm in music. And so I was late nights, early mornings traveling. So it was just not conducive. Our brain is so wired that way that like our Mm -hmm. friends that were working nine to five jobs and loved the Chargers on Sunday, seem to jump into it much, much easier.
2: Your answer is is touching me because as someone who sings for a living and it's not really a career path that jives super well with motherhood just from a logistical standpoint, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And so I I really appreciate the honesty there because I You do look on Instagram, you know, to bring it back to social media. It's so easy to look and be like, oh, it's so natural. It's like you were born to be a mother and it's so effortless. It just fits into your life. Yep. But it doesn't always.
3: No. No. Anyway, I just love your answer. No. And I I, like, honestly, I, (laughs) I, I know I wasn't, it, it doesn't come naturally for me, if I'm being honest. And it's, it's hard. It's a, it's a challenge every day. Um, but it's, what's been cool about it is that because she, I, I literally, I prayed, I'm like, I don't know if I believe in God, but I just pray that I have a kid that's also creative so that we can be on the same wavelength. <laughs> so at least I'll have that, that like, I can connect to that. Thank God she's not like an accountant. I don't know how That's such I, an
0: I, such an honest, it's so honest. It's yeah. just like most people are like, I hope my kid is healthy and no, has a good I'm, life. It's like, like if I can't have a conversation with my kid, yeah. I'm gonna throw him off a cliff.
2: I know. <laughs> That's a like, great like, answer.
3: I don't I don't know what <laughs> I would do. Um I'm like if we can't if we can't connect, what I have is emotions, so I can do that with her. Yeah, um right. but it she is so she is so special and so like She's so fun. She's so fun. And she's so exciting that as challenging as it is for me mm-hmm. every day to be a mom, just because it's like I do not cook. I do not I am so just the basic shit that is like stereotypical mom, I'm not good at. I, <laughs> I don't have it in me. We have such an amazing fun relationship. And she makes like life so sparkly and it feels young again. But though the monotonous things in life are just so exciting now. And so yeah, it's just one of those things where I always want to encourage people that you like if you want to have children if that's something that you want to do but you don't feel like you have that parental thing you can still be a great parent even though it is tough and it maybe doesn't look the same way
1: mm-hmm. because if
3: you want to get it it's like ha- like have that like
1: yeah.
3: I don't know she's she's so she's just the best she's a blast she's just the best and we didn't, we didn't think we'd be able mm, to do it nice. and like I said every day it's tough just because it's Doesn't necessarily come naturally, but she makes it exciting.
2: Honestly, that kind of answer means more coming from people who were that honest about not being sure if they even wanted kids and certainly didn't feel like they had that parental chip
0: i just love the honest answers about kids in general a lot of people feel uncomfortable even saying anything other than it's the greatest thing that's ever mm-hmm. happened in the history of the world you yeah. know like they just don't uh, like to say anything especially yeah. like on a podcast you're like you know 20 years from now your daughter's like well you didn't seem totally positive about me on that <laughs> yeah, yeah. podcast.
3: i wasn't planned yeah.
0: so
3: i'm like oh no she that that girl will look at me one day she already tells me all the honest things like we are very <laughs> direct oh yeah that's lovely yeah she's uh yeah i I think i think it's always when we first started talking about you know being parents on the podcast it's frightening because you know people are going to judge you i get it like everyone has a different parenting style i'm not going to lie and say i don't judge certain parenting styles myself and so you know i at the end of the day it's like when i when i would get or will get critiques about stuff it's like i hear you i see you i respect your answer but i know that in our home like we love each other so much, I, but I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that every day is easy and that it comes naturally. I'm not going to tell you that it's not super challenging, but I will tell you that there's like a lot of love and I'm going to make mm-hmm. a bunch of mistakes. But one day when my kid comes to me and says, Hey, when you did that, that like was like fucked up or that was like, I didn't like that. That hurt me. I'm going to just do my best to be like, I'm so sorry. I made those mistakes and acknowledge those things. Cause I, I know I can't be a perfect parent, you know? Beautiful answers. Great
1: answer.
2: <laughs> All right. It's now time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! Yay. You guys were a hoot. Oh, oh, they're doing a true applause. I love nice. it. I love them. You guys are great. <laughs> you guys were great in answering your questions. Very confident. Mm-hmm. Evan once in a while looked a little...
0: Feigning confidence. They were good at feigning confidence, if not confident.
2: Yes. And he accused Jess of... Always feigning confidence. Yes, this is
0: true. (laughs) This happened. (laughs) I say
2: fake it till you make it.
0: Okay.
3: It's
2: so true. All right. So, question number one we will start with Jess. Jess, if you could only listen to one musician, band, or composer for the rest of your life, who would it be?
3: I said Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol for me, all the skills
0: i'm a fan
2: interesting a fan. Yeah. okay that I, I respect that answer yeah, it's a good answer yeah okay evan did you yeah. get that?
3: About all the different albums take me through a whirlwind i know you got it wrong it's okay it changes <laughs> for me often mm-hmm.
2: so i don't like it <laughs> as she
3: strokes so It's not, his not my leg. turn
2: yeah yeah so what did you say for <laughs> no. jess what did you think she would have said
1: hey, i didn't know the name but it's i said any guy anyagram guy which is like it's, this artist that did a whole album about the Enneagram
2: sleeping at last
1: sleeping at last. I yeah. thought that was it.
2: <laughs> I love it. I listened to it. Frequently. I feel bad. Cause I was such a niche answer yeah it was really specific yeah the you,
0: specificity should win you points but the survey doesn't. says no <laughs> you get zero. Oh no we're not it's complete loss
2: no it's a loss that's a zero <laughs> but
0: respect
2: we respect, yeah, respect. that answer it respect. shows you know her. It shows you guys know each other yes okay evan if you could listen to one musician band or composer for the rest of your life who would it be i'm very interested to know this answer
0: this is a big answer oasis
2: oh you
0: know the nice. yes Charlene's a huge fan.
2: Oasis. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? Good. That's good stuff.
2: Oh, I like oh. that. Answer. What I like about it is yeah. they've got
0: la- they've got lasting power. There are some bands that you like, but if you were stuck listening to them in loop like for like years, you might eventually kill yourself. <laughs> but Oasis, I feel like <laughs> yeah, has no. a long half life.
2: Timeless. Yeah. Timeless. Yeah. Jess. I'm a did big you get the- Brit
0: rock, Brit pop guy from the yes. '90s and late '80s. So that's like my Beautiful.
1: favorite. Beautiful. If you get this songs, then like we are lost.
2: I
3: didn't get it wrong. It. Yeah, I said it away. Got it. Yay. <laughs> got it.
2: Very good. Okay. One nothing. Mm-hmm. Evan, you have time to catch up. Question number two, yeah. Jess. <laughs> Jess, what is your biggest peeve?
3: This is a this is weird, and it's a weird thing to say as a pet peeve, but it's kind of a pet peeve and a fear of mine at this a simultaneous, and it's <laughs> sleeping people.
1: What? I'm this very
3: I'm very, afraid so of,
1: yeah. I'm very
3: <laughs> afraid of sleeping people. <laughs> and so um, I become the pet peeve when I see people sleeping, I immediately feel agitated, like deeply agitated. Um
0: <laughs> can
2: you describe what it what it is? I don't mean to laugh. But what is it? I just feel like that's like the, the least. I feel,
0: I, f- I feel like it's an amazing um, thing to be annoyed at people sleeping. That's a really, that's a. Yeah, that's powerful. Much less that's powerful fearful, stuff.
2: though, but fearful of it. it.
3: And fear,
0: fearful is weird, <laughs> but being annoyed at someone yeah. sleeping peacefully is an amazing thing <laughs> to be annoyed about.
3: I think my annoyance comes from the fact that I'm so freaked out by it that I'm annoyed then when people are doing it around me, like they bother me because they're sleeping around me, which not their fault at all. Can't blame them. But like if I'm in an airplane and someone is sleeping next to me, um, I am simultaneously horrified and also irritated because I don't know. It's just like a weird. Wow. By the
1: way, that's also another reason why we we're able to stay together is because sh- that me sleeping didn't bother her.
3: No, I love when he's sleeping. Wow. That was like when I knew I'm like, I'm going to work. It's oh, almost like a fetish. I, I, it's like a fetish
0: watching him sleep. <laughs> he like turns you know, on. Right. So, so it's, it's forbidden,
3: forbidden. For
1: yeah, wow. it's the forbidden fruit. <laughs> it's
3: playing with fire for me. It's like borderlining irritation and horror, but it's like kind of hot when he does it. It's like I,
0: wow. I have no that, idea that is the is. easiest. That's the easiest way to turn a woman on I've ever heard in my life. Like i like, oh, that's good. Just go to bed, baby. <laughs>
2: Evan, did you get that? No i know i okay it was
1: mine was too many people in the house like in that specific to when you're not ready for it so like you know jess is very like if we're having a party cool but worst case scenario would be like if five people just dropped by
3: oh my god you know what evan that's a good answer i think you might have acted I like we can't we, I know he can't count as a win, but I think that actually irritates me more. That the, the sleeping I, people I, are horrified more. Uh,
0: okay, I think we can make an exception. No,
2: he doesn't get a point. That's not the right answer. Oof, no, I, he, okay. can't, <laughs> he
0: can't get a point. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I agree, it's not a point. Completely
1: different things. Different but same think, energy but, but different but things. That okay.
3: that actually is like it's it is very, very irritating to me. Yes. That's for sure. It's a
2: great yeah. once again, yeah. his answer shows how well he knows her. But he didn't get the right answer. No, that's true. I'm going no, hard on you, Evan. Sometimes out, I'm a softie, but not yeah, today. wow.
0: What's your problem with <laughs> Evan? He's yeah. a nice have- guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got
2: it's many, I have too many pet peeves. I have faith that Evan <laughs> will, will pull ahead with a so different question. And I also
0: think that we should have my, my ex fiancee is a. Is a professional she's a phd psychoanalyst and i think we should have her on t- for a full hour to analyze your your peeve about people
3: sleeping i <laughs> w- I would there. actually i would love someone to tell me why i am horrified and annoyed by it yeah. it's 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 troubled me my whole life i could I'm never do sleepovers when i was young because i was so scared wow. and weirded out by i'm
0: fascinated by i'm this. fascinated anyway
2: too. <laughs> we're learning so much about you uh I'm afraid, Evan, you did not get that point. But what about you, Evan? What is, I know, what is your biggest peeve?
1: Okay, this is, I don't doubt you get this, but people that overly state how great they're doing. I you know
0: what it. I mean? Like it's very LA to be like, "How you been?" They're like, "Oh, fantastic!" They're like no right. one, right? That. The guy's like eating cat food. Ever? He's <laughs> sleeping on the street. It's just like, "Oh yeah, it's amazing." Yeah, I like got a screenplay on someone's desk the other day.
2: Okay, Jess, did you get that? Um, I did not, unfortunately.
3: Uh, <laughs> even though we're tied I know. for the worst now, babe. We got. I know. Really I know. Up. Um, but I wrote. this is grammatically just terrible but i said people who work lazily like when evan is working with people who don't put in effort and they just kind of like phone it in. oh we'll figure it out he uh you get very irritated
1: yeah i think we need a healthy level of anxiety yes (laughs) like of 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 failing
2: you guys are and I the same. Think that,
1: uh, same person you guys
2: are very similar
1: i think it's people that never had a coach tell them how horrible they are <laughs> and i think that the fear of being singled out on a team and being humiliated in front of 30 other of your peers that will change you forever and so i clearly know when people haven't gone through that in their childhood because they're just like oh sorry and you're like, uh,
0: what? Totally. Like,
1: that's not an answer to the problem. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> Evan is like West Coast me. Or maybe he's like East Coast me. Maybe it's just yeah, me. Yeah, you are an East Coaster Very, at We've got a lot of the similar yeah. And
2: Andy's, I think, I think if we were playing this game and we got this question, for you, I would put incompetence. Yeah. Andy cannot stand just just... Well, incompetence is, combined with what you're saying—the lack of effort lack to of, compensate for your right incompetence.
0: accountability, and owning it. But yeah, uh.
2: okay. So still one nothing, but once again, we really respect those. Yeah,
0: these answers. are you're you're winning and losing at the same time. Yes yeah. it's, it's very we're, specific.
3: We're, we're, trying. we're
1: trying
0: for last of all time, but
3: I think it's also because we also. We don't really know who we are. Maybe, yeah,
0: maybe we a little, just a we have off. a lot
2: of opinions and feelings.
0: <laughs> you know a lot about each other, but maybe you don't know the the answer. No,
2: I feel like they know too much about each other. Too so much. there's It's not like there's one peeve. It's like, but you have ten peeves.
0: Yeah, it's too much. You know too much. Yeah, anyway. it's
3: true.
2: Jess, what is your favorite smell? I said, I said
3: plumaria and eucalyptus.
0: What's plumeria? Those are my
3: two favorites. It's a flower. It's a flower in Hawaii. Um, that's like we have a we have a plumeria like bush tree outside of our house. I'm just I need it. I love it. Wow.
0: Okay. I'm gonna look into this. I also love me some eucalyptus. Oh, eucalyptus is great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That just makes your day.
1: Oh it's it's always good.
2: Evan, Uh, did you get that? Hawaii. Oh
3: just, okay, Plumeria Hawaii. Yeah, he
2: gets he the gets that point.
1: Hawaii. Plumeria is like definitely the smell when you get off the plane. You know? No, Evan, need, no oh need to wow. explain. You, you, you got get the that point. point,
2: Evan. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Evan, what is I'm your fast. favorite smell?
1: I also said Hawaii. Oh. so I would say oh. mine's a little more in depth in that it's like Uh-oh. the mixture of like plumeria and all that, but then the ocean as well. Like when I just go to Hawaii, oh. that smell. She's always more specific with the plumeria. I'm like the plumeria, sure, but then also the ocean and the whole thing. Yeah,
0: you're more complex wise right so. yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: he's, he's got a lot of there's a lot of notes apparently. There's yeah. a lot of smell notes that you got going on. Yeah. I I almost throw ocean. She's like
1: gasoline.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: also a good
0: smell. I'm just I say.
1: it is. It is so I'm
3: I almost wrote Ocean, but because we were talking about this the other day, I said Ember. He just smells that girl's, Ember's hair every day. He's just like, uh, and he just wants kisses and smells her. And he's like, she smells the best smell in the whole world is is Ember.
1: She still smells like she was, she was a baby. Yeah. So it's like weird. It's weirdly like, you know, the cortex is like firing. When I like hold her, I'm like, oh my gosh.
2: I love it. I mean, that's the and, cutest
0: answer we've ever gotten. But it's, a, it's also a it's also a zero. I'm sorry.
2: I was <laughs> so ruthless. Yeah. And also, yeah. we
0: tugging on the hard strings here.
2: <laughs> one one. <We're> <laughs> Things are getting interesting. One yeah. one. Question number four, Jess. What TV show do you watch because of Evan? Meaning, you would not watch it if it were not for Evan.
3: This is not technically a TV show, but I said UFC.
0: The UFC fighting—that's for me. It's boxing. So we're again similar. I watch boxing for
2: him. Yeah, Yeah. very good. Okay,
0: that's that's a better answer than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Like I agree
1: with yours more. (laughs) Evan,
2: what did you put?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like you said, we know each other too well to where we're getting the answers for each other better than we're answering ourselves. Mm -hmm. I would say I wrote down 15 and then just scratched them off but chef's table
2: oh for sure that's true was ufc one of the ones that you wrote and then crossed out
0: no but she's right (laughs) (laughs) she's right thanks for trying
2: i was trying thank you he's he's he's
0: convinced himself that she loves ufc yeah
1: (laughs) you said
2: (laughs) okay evan what tv show do you watch because of jess damn it I just saw your answer.
1: RuPaul's Drag Race.
2: Ooh,
3: nice. good one. That's a
1: good answer.
0: Good
3: one, Jess. Did you get that? Uh, no, I said The Bachelor.
0: Oh, oh Evan. that's <laughs> I blew it. Oh, you blew it.
2: That was on a silver platter. That was, that was served up. That was. Just- that is
0: devastating. <laughs> oh my! I- you will
2: never live this one down.
0: That was a yeah, massive- thing. Mistake. If this was if this was soccer, you would have gotten a red card right there. Yeah, it would have
2: it's, been.
3: It's
0: that's over for me. That's horrific. I'm sorry.
3: It's okay. RuPaul also is true. <sighs> Drag Race is true, but oh, that's the nice Bachelor. I mean,
2: you
1: know. Yeah. Oh.
2: Still one one. Yes, yeah, still one one. Okay, I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: Me too. This is tight.
2: Jess, question number five: If you could have Evans blank, what would it be?
3: All right, I said his loyalty slash giving people the benefit of the doubt.
2: Hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I know it's that's a good but, one.
3: Yeah, those are oh I know they are different, but in my brain with him a little bit, it goes hand in Same. hand. Yeah. Same thing.
1: Okay. Evan,
2: did you get that?
1: No, mine. <laughs> says, <laughs> mine says give less of a shit. Mm. So Jess, you know, is like we kind of talked earlier in the conversation, which is like she's hyper aware of everything that's going on. And so she's super fine-tuned into everyone's feelings and the way that they're interacting with her and people around her, I can be a little more oblivious, and I think that she'd probably want a little more ignorance and a little more... Ignorance is bliss. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's probably... Uh, Jess, we're the same person. I just want to say that. Even though that wasn't the right answer for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) But once again, a great answer. Yes. Great answer. All good answers. All right, Jess, this is your...
0: (laughs) This is it. This okay. is this is a big
2: Oh gosh. A, yeah. Okay. Okay, Evan, if you could have Jess's blank, what would it be?
1: Likeability. Uh, she is there's never been anyone that doesn't like Jess. So do it's Do you like, think
2: it's because she gives so many shits?
1: I honestly um. think it's all connected. It's all connected. But it's like she's the person you go to a party and everyone walks away. Like this this was happening to me. I would have friends in in like the industry i was working in i would go to a lot of social events everything was fine i bring her to one and then all my guy friends are like when's jess coming oh nice like what the hell like you're asking every time i come you're like making sure jess is coming i thought we were friends like (laughs) jess has that ability to everyone likes jess and everyone wants to talk to Jess at the party or at the hangout. And the, the person who's a little awkward ends up walking over to Jess and being like, you seem like you like me. More. Like like she just,
0: everyone loves Jess. Isn't that great for you though? Don't you love that? Yes. It's incredible. <laughs> I'm, I also am jealous of it. Yeah. Reasonable.
2: That's, Jess, did you Thank get you that? Help. This is your chance. Tiebreaker, Jess. Ah, did you get this? Okay.
3: I said, <laughs> I feel weird saying this about myself. This is, I said my way with people. Yes, right. right. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I walk
0: be like, My way was peaceful.
3: The way that
0: I'm <laughs> like, charm.
2: I loved those answers. It's great. Even great. the ones that were wrong. Yeah. Even the <laughs> ones that were wrong
0: were almost better than the ones that were right.
2: Yes. In fact, by getting so many wrong, we got to learn so much more about you guys.
0: Yeah. More importantly, <laughs> just one. <laughs> I won. Sorry. Absolutely,
2: Jess, you are the winner of the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! <laughs> very nicely done. God, yes. you guys were just such a joy. You know, Fantastic. you've come very requested by mm-hmm. our listeners, the Shandies. Aww, that's so nice. Because I think there is some. Crossover between the broad squad and the shandies. Yes, and and you guys have really surpassed all of our already high expectations. Thank you for being such wonderful guests. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. I wish that we were going like we're
3: around the corner from you both, and we could go and get a drink right now and just keep hanging out. We could talk both for forever. You're wonderful.
0: Likewise,
2: the feeling is very mutual. (laughs) I personally think you belong in New York, but you. Uh, you. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm still confused agreed. how
0: you're not in New York.
2: <laughs> agreed.
3: Agreed.
1: She, she. She's yeah, definitely. I think we both kind of are. Unfortunately, I am the biggest wuss when it comes to weather on the planet Earth. So uh, that's the, my problem. That's my problem. Okay, we'll work through. Understood.
2: It. <laughs> we will set you free and let you go pick up ember now Mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us
0: thank you you so
2: much thank you have a great night oh man oh man
0: oh they were great
2: during that chat i was having one of those like emotional moments where you think about how unlikely it is that you would meet these people that feel quite like kindred spirits yep And I don't feel that way about everyone, but I just can't imagine a world other than this specific like Bachelor Nation sphere Mm -hmm. where we would ever get to know these two people.
0: 100%.
2: And I don't know, I'm a little emotional because I don't feel that way about people very often, but I feel that way doubly because not only do I feel like I am Jess and Jess is me and maybe that's me flattering myself because I think I don't know. I just see a lot of no. Myself in- I see
0: a lot of similar similarities with you guys, and I see. I know you are going to say there is obvious similarities. There is like me eerily obvious
2: similarities that I am almost upset we didn't get into, but we just ran out of time. Like we we asked like twenty five percent of the questions we wanted to ask them. I know. It was- but you guys, you and Evan have a lot in common. Yeah, we do. You really do. And maybe one day we'll have a follow up or something to go through and detail all the little ways in which you are similar. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so it's, funny. They're it, like, they're like West coast versions of us. Totally.
0: But they're kind of also East coast versions of us. I'm not sure how they're West coast. They're not West coast.
2: They're not. There's nothing West coast about them.
0: No, not
2: that we're dissing any West coasters. I mean,
0: <laughs> no, West Coast. We're,
2: we're just not West coast. We're not. There's West nothing coast. West coast. about. There's us.
0: like a little, it's almost like there's like a dash of West coast on them. Mm-hmm. There, You can sense it, but it's very surface. Yes. In the true, nature of the word love fest i feel like we as a a couple i felt that we fell in love with them as a couple yes like i really felt like if a couple can love another couple there was like a love it was like a great first date where you leave and you're like wow i think this is something
2: yeah or and, and this is why the love fest just really worked in this case i mean they always work but in this case, like. When you have a double date and you leave and you have nothing bad to say about the couple after, you're not like, oh, "Oh, I didn't like how she said this about him in front of it. It was awkward. You know, we're talking when we talked about how couples, how awkward it is when you're with a couple that just has these like, they say and do these little things to each other. Mm -hmm. And it's just awkward for the other people around them. In this case, if we were at dinner, we would have left and been like, they're great
0: <laughs> yes we would have yes there'd be no juicy gossip afterwards but yeah not that disclaimer we don't often do that but let's just say <laughs> it could happen well but, i
2: mean i think if a couple is clearly unhappy with each other it it's uncomfortable oh yeah you don't want to spend time with those people it's just true
0: yeah and there's no way to hide that either you can't act through being unhappy together no. in, a, in a double date situation um but you know what i think i think the the reason it worked so well with them and us was mm-hmm. there was a four-way honesty. There yes. was like no, there's no hiding anything. Everything was on the table. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes relationships work. And that's what makes, you know, double dates work. Yeah. that's what makes friends, that's what makes people click with other people. It's just an open form, even if they don't agree with each other. Yeah. Or they come from totally different backgrounds. Yeah. If you're a hundred percent honest and open, things work.
2: It's the lack of fronting.
0: Yes. Facades are not welcome
2: Yes I love how honest they were
0: mm-hmm.
2: Especially about parenthood The religion thing, the early hurdle I mean to call it early Given their timeline I don't know how early it was But no. it, you know it played a big part In how they became close uh, I'm just such a big fan yeah. I'm a huge fan Yeah me them. too yeah. They were great Of Jevin
0: Je- Is that where, is that what we're doing? <laughs> or S <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm such a loser.
0: <laughs>
2: All right. How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling good. You know, I've noticed actually I've been watching some of the the videos of um, the YouTube videos when, when I take my headphones off, I realize it leaves the shape of headphones in my head like a cartoon like a like I have noticed Afro that but I didn't want to alert
2: thing. you to it.
0: Yeah, I really it really like just it was it was a little disconcerting. But it looks cute. I don't think it looks cute. I think it looks weird, but I'm okay with it. I just wanted to point out that I'm aware of this. I know people are looking at this. And it's not. And I have the shape of a headphone in my head. And I'm okay with that.
2: Everything's real here.
0: It's totally real. We don't
2: have a stylist coming in to fluff the line of hair that gets flattened by <laughs> to your headphones. To
0: head re my hair in the middle. Yeah.
2: All right. I think we can wrap there. I think we can. This delightful love fest. Mm-hmm. First of all, Shandy's, thank you. Because you requested Jess and Evan. Good call. Such a great call. We really do heed all of your suggestions and requests, clearly. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this one would have happened as soon as it did if it weren't for you guys. So thank you so much. I feel like we have a double date in the future.
0: (laughs) We do, a real one.
2: If you guys enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram, telling your friends, and leaving us iTunes reviews and ratings, and generally doing all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And on that note, I think that's a wrap of this love fest. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Dear
1: Shandy